Coach Greg Adams back in here with another free agent lifestyle podcast. I am back here for the second one this week. Like I posted on social media, I am taking the free agent lifestyle podcast to two days a week. I'm going to copy my man, Bill Burr. And, uh, you know, because he does the Monday morning podcast and he also does Thursday morning. And I figure those those days work for my schedule as well. And just studying podcasts, I was like, you know what? I, I need to add a second day, mainly mostly for the fact that I want to get better at it. Just got to get better at it. So that's what we're doing here. And today what we're going to do since we're adding two, I'm going to go a little bit shorter and focus on one specific topic on Thursdays and not take up too much of your time but that's what we're going to do man so today this one was emailed to me by several people who follow me or subscribe to me on different social media platforms and they thought this was interesting and of course I think it's interesting to me it's not really a surprise but here's the deal somebody did some research we're going to read the article or paraphrase it and they call it foodie call Okay, like booty call, but foodie call. And they said nearly a third of women have gone on dates just for free food. Now, this is based off of a survey that was done, I believe. What university? It was done at Azusa Pacific University and uh, University of California, Merced. And basically, they, they surveyed enough people to consider it scientifically uh, scientifically valid data. To basically come to the conclusion that women are using men for dates just to get free food. Now, for my particular people who listen to this, um, they thought it was interesting. They thought maybe uh, surprised. I'm not sure what they what they felt about this particular article. To me, it's surprising that the number is as low as it is. I mean, I've known women to have admitted that they take dates just to feed their faces their story about their stories about women who you know did this four five six days in a particular week but let's talk about it let's talk about what the the uh, double standards are about using people for dates let's talk about the dating aspect of it let's talk about the red pill aspect of it uh just paraphrasing the article there talk talked about uh women using dating websites and putting themselves out there not to meet anyone but just to get some free food just to go out for dinners and you know being someone who's used dating apps in the past i have had and come across women who wanted to meet up for dinner and i've always not always but towards you know probably the first few dates that i've had i noticed like you know what I, I don't feed strangers. That's not my game. When I was in my 20s, I I fell for that. Everybody fell for that particular thing. But there's too much information out there, like these studies, to suggest that women are doing that. So if anybody suggested meeting out for a big fancy dinner and they don't, we don't even know you, okay, that's something that I would decline automatically. All right, you're either re- meeting for drinks and even better than that, meeting at the coffee shop, which is a popular place now for people to to do that. So. And I also thought that meeting women for dates, you don't know them. And then the first thing you do is go to a restaurant where you're going to spend $40 per person by the time you add drinks and food. I always thought that was awkward. I mean, this is probably not the best way to meet someone or get introduced to someone you don't know. Like sitting across from them seemed to me to be a combative position. All right. I've always thought sitting next to each other would be better. 
than facing off with each other. I think the energy of when you face off with someone is not going to produce the best results because you're basically volleying back and forth and you're in an interview situation. That's how you sit in a job interview. That's how you combat somebody. That's how you that's how you stand in fighting stances across from each other. I've often thought that sitting next to each other is a better position and, and eating meals is not the best way. So anyway, let's go down further and um, talk about what they were talking about. They related booty call to foodie call. And when you hear the word booty call, they talked about it was uh, cringeworthy enough. Now the bigger cringeworthy word is foodie call. A couple of people interviewed in this particular story. This woman says, I don't know if I could ever say I used a guy for that, but there are perks to the dating life. This is a quote from one of the women, women that were interviewed in this one. And what she called it particularly was odd. She called it a perk. Basically using men for free meals and standing upon this feminist ideology or this so-called chivalrous ideology of men pay first begs the question of have women done this forever? And I and I like I said, I'm not surprised by this number. They have done this and they consider it a perk. But if we use the double standard analysis of this and say, well, the perk of dating for men is getting sex for free. All right. Or seemingly free. There's always a way you're paying for sex. You're either going to pay before or you're going to pay after. But you're going to pay. <laughs> but can you say can can people men say, yeah, that's a date. Uh, that's a perk for dating is, is having sex with women. Now, we will be called down on this type of uh, conversation. But for women, it's brushed off as cute, as, oh, what's the harm? It just cost them a little bit of money. But men have spent, um, you know, say, for instance, they spent $100. It may have taken them a day or two to earn that $100 that they spent. And to me, it's just jacking of the resources. And again, it's just the double standard of society that women are protected by uh, abusing their sexuality or abusing men. They're protected by for, for abusing men, essentially. And if men use this same tactic or would say the same thing, it would be considered abusive. It would be considered chauvinistic. It would be considered shallow, etc. Later on in the, the article, they basically said it was 23 to 33 percent of women surveyed said they engaged in foodie calls. And down later in the article, which I found interesting is that when they did the segment of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transitioning, or transgendered, and Q, whatever that is, when they did that, they found that 62% were in favor of a person who initiate dates footing the bill. Now, this is the trick that you guys got to understand, is that when you are on dating websites, for my guys that are listening to this, when you're on dating websites, in, or, or just in, in general, a common tactic that women use is basically when they are confronted in a situation or when they are put in a situation where you're getting to know someone, they will never initiate the meeting. They will never initiate, you know, even if you get further along, they'll never initiate the first I love you. They'll never initiate the first um, they'll never initiate the first kiss. They will want you to lean in. 
They'll never initiate being engaged. They'll never initiate the marriage. They, everything they, they, that happens with women, every interaction, the man is always told or encouraged to initiate it. And when you initiate it by, by definition, that means you are inviting or offering them in. So a woman would never say, hey, I would like to meet you. Let's meet for dinner. They always wait for the man to ask them out for dinner. And what that does is it puts the onus of the man. Well, you invited me. You asked me to marry you. All right. You you told me you loved me first. All right. So when they do this thing, that basically puts the responsibility or the accountability. It takes it off of the woman. You invited me to dinner. That means if you invite, you should be paying for it. See, I didn't invite you to dinner. You invited me. And when that happens, they basically take the responsibility of the date off of them. See, I wasn't going to do anything until you invited me. Now you invited me out. You should be the one to pay. And here we are. Since feminism has come along, okay, it's been, what, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of feminism where women have said, hey, we're just as good as you. We can do even better than you. We deserve equal pay. Yet we are still living in a civilization or a you know, uh, uh, ideology where women, no matter how strong they are, no matter how much they make, Hey, you invited me, you should still pay. We still haven't settled this argument. You know, with all the progressive thought that we have, uh, where women want you to not be a caveman, not think like the past, not be old fashioned. You should be thinking forward. You should want a strong, independent women, woman, but you still should pay for the meals. And not only that, you should be the one inviting me out. You see, those things, these specific tactics, when they use against you, basically it's hard for you to defend. Yes, I did ask you out. So I guess I should pay. That's what most men would go by. But the way around this is to make sure you're up front. Yes, you might lose a few foodie call participants. Hey, are we splitting this bill? Or when you sit down for dinner, you ask the waiter, hey, this will be split in two checks. Are you OK with that? Then most of the time, if they're not OK with it, they will probably order less. They probably wouldn't get up and walk out. They will probably be less willing to order like they're not paying for it. So I think this is this is an interesting conversation that must be had. It must be addressed. And I always caution the guys, you know, most of the time. I try to caution you just to not date in general, not to use dating apps at all, because these are the type of individuals that you see. And at the end of it, uh, the researchers in this particular study found that people who were likely to participate in foodie calls were also likely to have negative personality traits such as narcissism and more likely to engage in deceitful behavior. That's what they noted from the, the research here from this particular survey. And these are women. We find these women probably probably half or maybe more of the women are like this. They're attempting to get something from you. I preach this all the time on the YouTube channel. Women are trying to get things that they cannot get on their own or they're not willing to get on their own. And that is your resources, your time, your effort, your money, your energy. These are the things that they're after. And these dating sites are a rest haven for women who are like this, the single moms, 
the divorcees, the women with a few extra pounds. And we can see why these women have a few extra pounds. They're going out to eat on another man's dime, what, four, five, six days a week. And it is basically, dating right now is a minefield. It is a cesspool that I would tell guys to not even focus on. I mean, if you bump into someone and you are able to get some sort of conversation to, with her and you actually get into a, a dating situation and everything just happens to work out, I would go back to that model. That's how it was in my day. Back in my day, you didn't have dating websites to swipe, swipe, swipe 10,000 people in 24 hours. You didn't have all of that. What you had was you met up with, you bumped into someone, you seen them out at the mall, the bookstore, whatever, what have you, outside, at your high school, visiting another high school. You saw them in that type of environment. You got to know them and then you progressed from there. I suggest people go back to that model, not approaching women, not seeing women that you like and running up on 10 in a particular day so you can get one or two people interested, not just if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. This whole thing where people are taking advantage of people online, it happens way too much. This article highlights that. Do you think people will 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 come down on women who do this? Nah. To them, it's just kind of like, you know, oh, it's, it's girls' privilege. It's what girls do. And all guys have to do is just come up off of their hard-earned money. But when guys are telling you, Oh, you're going to have to do monkey double backflips all over this. And that's the only reason why we're going out and date. When, when, we, when men do that, the society rains down hard on these type of women. I mean, on these type of men. But the women, they always get a pass when it comes to dating stuff. When it even comes to abuse. When it comes to bad relationships. When it comes to the fact that 73% of them women initiate divorces. Nobody even flinches. If you look at the divorce statistics and you point them to men, 73% initiate divorce. People would go nuts. A third of men go on dates just to have sex. If that's the headline, you horrible pig, you know, all of the names would be thrown out at men. But when women do it, ah, it's not a big deal. The young girl jumps over the, the bleachers, runs, gives Cody Bellinger, a hug at Dodger Stadium right in the middle of the game. She don't care. Everybody says, oh, she's cute. She's getting interviewed on TV. Now, let a boy run down onto the tennis court and give Anna Kornikova or Maria Sharapova a hug in the middle of the tennis match. Watch him get beat and drug all the way down the street. See, these are the type of things, the double standards that Men are sick of because feminism is constantly shoved down our throats to the point where, you know, if we don't agree with it, then we are the problem. But we're seeing the double standards. We're seeing women who want to be feminists and claim to be strong and independent when they're picking and choosing their accountability and responsibility. I want what men have, but I don't want to have to work hard for it. I don't want to have to be accountable or responsible for it. I'm going to pick and choose the good things that men have, but not the bad things. I want to continue to maintain my femininity, but at the same time, I'm going to abuse men just as if, you know, men were abusing women. Is it still acceptable? No. For you guys out there that are constantly swiping on these dating apps, I did several videos on this. It is a waste of time. 
it is a waste of time if you're looking for someone in your area. Let's just say that now. If you're traveling and you want to get something, you want to get your rocks on, and you want to be the third of men who uh, date on online just to get some sex, go ahead. Do that. You might find something interesting about somebody not in your area. But to be out here doing this dating app stuff and taking women out to dinner and and coffee meetings and all that stuff, what a waste of time. Complete, complete waste of time. Anyway, check out the uh, YouTube channel. I'm at uh, youtube.com slash Coach Greg Adams. I will be visiting some other podcasts this week and doing some live streams on YouTube on other people's channels. So check that out this weekend coming up. And uh, that's what we got for today, man. So thanks for joining the Free Agent Podcast. Thanks for joining the second day. I appreciate you, brothers. And I'm out. Peace. Peace.